Thank you for listening to today's episode. I just wanted to inform all of our viewers and listeners that the channel has a new affiliate code to share. If you're looking for a wig for an upcoming cosplay or to complete your Halloween costume, check out the Five Wits Wigs. You can use the code listed in the description for 10% off your purchase of one of their high-quality wigs. Also, a small reminder, if you're new here, I share all comments from our episode posts with the cast. Whether you're a member over on Patreon or just a casual listener of fine TTRPG broadcasts, we love hearing from each and every one of you, especially your red string theories. Thanks for supporting the show, and uh, I guess let's just get on with the story and catch up with the cast. My name is Satan. I go by she, they pronouns. And tonight I will be playing our what elf uh, rogue, Yuisa. She goes by she, her. Hey, folks. I'm Zachary Vaudo. Uh, any pronouns for me? I'm playing Arat Chijin, our blind Damphir wild oracle. Yeah, they. I'm Abby. And tonight I'll be playing our lovely cleric of Keating, Miss Corthia Hooling. And my mom picked up my pronouns, so we're both she, her. Hey everybody, I'm RJ. Today I'm playing Sulong Shen. Uh, he is a druid barbarian human, and I am just a human. We both go by he, him. And that just leaves me. Hey everybody, if you don't know me already, I am Sarah Roberts. I use any pronouns, and I'm going to be running this fun game for all these folks. Last week, you left the carnival, and you had a little chat on the way here, talking about what you wanted to do, what you need to talk about, and what you were hoping to get out of the mayor while you were here. Once you arrived, you were shown into the drawing room and then into the dining room where, lo and behold, you had a heckin' murder happen right in front of you. And we are picking up in the aftermath of that as you have all started exploring the mansion. Now, uh, we have Yuiza and Arat on the second floor. And we have Fiskorth and Sulong. I believe you two are heading back to the drawing room. Yeah. Okay, great. All right, you have gone back into the drawing room. And when you get there, you see Mari and uh, Ellison sitting together on one of the sofas. Arabelle is sitting 
near the fireplace, just kind of watching the fire die down. You see Hardwick and Thomas occupying themselves with a chess game by the window. Well, we'd be playing chess during while well, Adam murders scene, but you know, teach their own. Fiskorth is just going to dramatically sweep in, you know, her murderous widow dro- robes just going, Good evening, everybody. Or should I say, not so good evening because of the account what's happened. My condolences, by the way. Ellison stands up with a start uh, as you sweep into the room, knocking over her drink. And, oh, um, sorry. Uh, did you did you find anything? Did you find who did it? Are we all right? Fiskorth just nervously looks at Sulong. We might have some questions for all of you in regards to a few things we found in the possession of the mayor. Um, uh, let's wait for Yuisa and Arat to get here, and we'll start opening up the floor for, sadly, an interrogation. She says, oh, okay. And with that, she sits down and takes Mari's hand. You can all wait there in the drawing room. So let's check in now on the... Actually, y'all were on the third floor, I believe, in the attic. Yes. You're on the third floor, which is the attic floor. You have just come out of Mari and Cleaver's room, having explored it. And you're standing outside one of the other doors next to them, the next one in the hallway. Real quick, Arat, can you make me a perception check while you were in the hallway? 24 total. You reach into your pocket and your cards are oddly warm. Not body heat warm. Almost communicatively warm. I pull the deck and start feeling over it. Mm-hmm. Everything's there. But the cards definitely feel warm to the touch. Assuming that I'm supposed to do something, I'm going to pull a card and feel it. To feel what, uh, mm-hmm. what card is to see if, it's, if it is trying to tell me something. It just feels warm. Well, the card I pulled is the adversary. Arat can read into that what they want. But the whole deck feels warm. What do the two of you do? The last thing I do with, with the deck is... if I, I, I have feelings about that, but it's mm-hmm. not really telling me anything one way or the other. So the last thing I do is with the deck, I, I just sort of hold that in front of me. And move it behind me. I'm trying to see if, like, the, if it, the intensity changes at all. It becomes like a hot, cold thing. Roll me another perception check with advantage. Uh, 18. It does feel warmer when you hold it out towards the other side of the hall. There's a, a doorway across from you two, and it gets warmer the closer you hold it towards that wall. I will start to drift away from Louisa towards the, the warm and okay. it is very it's very obvious what I'm doing too because I've got like my cards out in front of me like a flashlight and I'm just sort of like walking in that direction uh what's happening the deck is acting strange and I'm following the intensity of it and so far it is more over here okay well let's um let's follow it I suppose it's not like we haven't it's not like we're getting closer to knowing who was the murderer. We have we have a million <laughs> theories at the moment. Yeah, we found so much dirt on everyone, though. It's great. Great is the choice, yes. Mm-hmm. Great. Just going to follow him. 
you walk into a storage room. It looks like there's rows of shelves here. There's boxes. Towards the back, you see some bags. There's what appears to be a folding screen. And when you look around the other side, there's a wash tub. Apparently, they kind of use this as a second washing area for the servants in addition to the other bathrooms in the house. There is a additional dressing table up here. It does not look like it's been used recently. And uh, there are bags stacked towards the back. Hmm. I would like to look into these bags. Okay. As you do, you walk down that aisle and you hear something. Oh, hello. You're one of Earth's friends, right? Floating above one of the boxes, you see a feminine figure that seems to be made of smoke and dust and fire and air, holding a small mechanical weasel in what appear to be two small hands. Um, possibly, who are you? Oh, Sulong called me Ray. You're you, Isai? Yes, you can call me that. The figure floats down almost. You can't see any legs below the waist. It's like at the hips, the lower portion of the body just sort of trails off and dissipates away. But this creature comes down and circles around you in a rather curious motion. Are you why Arados uh, using his cards? Was he using them? I was calling him. Yeah, he was like holding them out like a lantern. We came in here. <laughs> I didn't know that's how they would work. Where is he? Uh, she's gonna pop her head over this. Right over here. Adat, I'm at a meeting a friend of yours. I'm assuming I can't hear this conversation. You can hear it. But... Oh, I, I can hear mm-hmm. you. Is it talking to somebody? Yeah, you can hear that voice. Just as clearly as you use again. Do you know who the murderer was? What's a murder? <laughs> it's when you kill someone. Oh, I've seen lots of people die. Well, murder is when like other people kill you, like, you know, on purpose. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of that. Sulok saw some of it when he came to visit. Oh, there. And you feel the air around you shift. And as this creature does to you what it did to you, Isa, circling around you, you feel hot and cold, moist and dry, swirl around you all at once and stop right in front of you. This is a voice that I've heard before. It is the voice you've heard before. Yeah. Usually you are only, you only appear occasionally. I know, isn't it great? It's really easy to do here. Why is that? I don't know. Are you like a ghost? The creature at that kind of does like a, kind of does a, a somersault backwards and then floats on their back with the little mechanical weasel perched on where their tummy would be. And just floats there kind of thinking for a minute. You see the head float side to side, the long hair 
floating out around it as though it's laying on something. I think your cards are haunted, Ada. I don't think I'm a ghost. I'm not quite oh. sure. Hmm. Are you a ghost? Uh, no. I'm still very much alive. It'd be cool, though, because I could go through walls and, like, scare people. And it uh, sits up and starts floating between the two of you again. Do you sense anything strange around here? Why it's easier for you to appear here? Maybe it's connected to the murder, she'll say to add it. Mm, I don't know. The energy just felt different here. It feels... Hmm. And it takes a hand and there's a wispy finger that comes up to the mouth area and then goes up into the air. Almost as if it's licked its finger and is feeling for wind. And... It says... It's much more thin here. The between place. It makes it easier. Normally I can only do this once a year. I can't stay for long though. Oh. I just wanted hmm. to see you in person! And they circle around you, the two of you excitedly, Yuisa. Oh. And are, <laughs> you feel those forces of nature, we'll call them circle you and your friend. This is a, a social visit. This has nothing to do with why we are here. I don't know. Why are you here? Well, we were invited to dinner, and now we are looking for the cause of a murder downstairs. I sent... Uh, Dan, can I hear the mechanics of the weasel still active? Yeah, you can hear it. I, I, I sent uh, that a point at the weasel out to find uh, a missing item that turned out to be the murder weapon, but you have it instead. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It appeared here shortly after I did. I thought it was funny. You Do all creatures look like this here? Uh, no. They mm -hmm. are... They're a variety from what I'm aware did you happen to see anybody else when you appeared? Mm, yes. I saw a stern person. They were looking through a square. Looking, looking through a square? Through Which square? This one over here. And it will take you around uh, the other side of the shelf from where you are, are at. And it the creature takes you over to what turns out to be a painting of an older elven gentleman with uh, red hair that is going white and a rather stern look on his face. Um, do you know what this person looked like that was looking at it? It's right there. That's the person. They keep staring at me. Oh, you saw... I have my hand on it. Oh, you saw this. Uh-huh. I, I thought I thought you meant you saw somebody tangible like us here. That is what I was asking for. Oh this is just a painting. What's a painting? I got a lot to teach you. It's a it's a physical representation of what people see. Louisa, does this look like anybody downstairs? 
this does look like anybody. Roll inside. 13. It's based on the clothes that they are wearing. It looks older than what would uh, than a painting of Zazafel's um, and Ellison's parents would be. Um, the closer you look at it, it you you know that elves are long lived, living for mm -hmm. several hundred years. Um, this goes back further than what you reasonably estimate. Um, his parents would be this is probably a grandparent possibly a mm -hmm. great grandparent depending on how closely together the generations had kids mm. i think it's one of their ancestors uh grandfather grandparents or great grandparents one of the two i see i'm just going to be touching the painting i'm going to start feeling like the edges and whatnot i'm just at this point Ara mentally put together that this creature appears in connection with his cards, with fate. So he's trying to see if there is some connection to this painting right now, and if it if it leads to anything. So now he's now it's become an object of focus. Okay. Like feeling around the edges, feeling behind mm -hmm. it, like, like is seeing if there's something hidden behind it, if something pops up, etc. Uh, is this anything that you would roll on? Um, Are if you just... something is if something is hidden, then I guess mm -hmm. invest it'd be like an investigation. But that depends um, on how well something's hidden. As you're as you're feeling around, you don't feel anything particularly. It feels like a like a nice wood frame, probably gilded with gold leaf from the feel of it. Um, well maintained. There's no rips or tears in it. The back seems sturdy and supportive does it feel like anything has been written onto the back no is it very heavy mm, we'll say kind of heavy in the way like a full pot of tea is gonna be heavy it's it's a wood framed painting um it's probably be probably a eight by eleven maybe a little bit bigger plus the frame okay then i'll, I'll lift it off the wall but i'll let it just sort of mm -hmm. like straight drop onto the floor in front of me. Yeah, it's just leaning against the wall. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. well then I'll just tip I'll just tip it forward. Mm -hmm. What are you looking for? I don't know. Usually I'm trying to see if this painting is important, if this if that's Well, it's strange that it's here. Do you think it may have been one of the paintings that used to be in Sassabell's room? It could be. It would make more sense to be there than in a storage. It, it would, but there are no other paintings here, yes? Do you see any? <laughs> Do I see any other paintings? Um, There are some other items that are covered by uh, sheets and put here for storage. She'll take a, take the sheets off. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's, um, there's a couple other portraits, some smaller ones. Uh, it looks like this is just where things that weren't on display or being used have been stored. Uh, yeah, there's a few, but, um, I guess it's this storage, you know, I think. Looks like storage. Hmm. You can see, like, like our Aris brow just very furrowed behind the, the blindfold as he is mentally trying to reconcile this creature is here, but 
which he hasn't spoken out loud, but this creature's here that he is connected with fate and his cards and what it has drawn him to and he's trying to see he's trying to jam these puzzle pieces together. As you do that, you feel that element swirling feeling get very close to your face and you you see this creature almost like it's on its elbows just float directly in front of Arat. Don't distract him, he's thinking. I'm I'm trying to draw connection between you appearing here and what we are looking for. Maybe you were looking for me and you didn't know it. I can't stay long though. They're gonna start calling for me. What's gonna start calling for you? Oh, the people in the other place? Sulan came to visit us. I'll have to talk to him about that. Where specifically did you appear? Um, over here. And it will take you, and it appeared right above the bathtub. Hmm. I'm going to go over and investigate, which I'm not great at. <laughs> I will. Oh, yeah, I am. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'll, I'll like feel around, but I don't, I'm not particularly good at an investigation either. 22. It's a bathtub. It's got some old bath water in it. Someone didn't empty his. It's got old bath water. It's kind of murky, honestly. It uh, does not smell great. It probably smells a little bit like smoke and campfire. This creature apparently just right in the bathtub is where it appeared. Smells like smoke and campfire. Point to her. To her. <laughs> I'm. I'm sorry. I, I'm very. I'm very happy that you have arrived and are able to be here. But we are currently trying to find a murderer <laughs> and find clues for, in his house for what leads to the murder. Oh, I can go then. Would you like to help? <laughs> I could. What can I do? I can do this. Um, and the creature starts doing backwards somersaults. <laughs> That's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. They're like flipping over in the air a lot. <laughs> um, are you able to go unnoticed? You say that and the creature looks off to the side, almost as though it's listening to something. You can see the profile of a face. And it circles around the two of you and goes. They're trying to find me. Oh. I have to go. Something's coming, though. What's I coming? For it. Wait. What's coming? And as you say that, it's almost as though this creature is grabbed by the shoulders and pulled backwards until it is gone. She was just grabbed. I think your your cards are haunted, Arat. No, they're not. They're not haunted, but I don't know what to Maybe make of that at all. A little bit, mm-hmm. just just a little bit. Uh, yeah, no, I don't think that they're haunted, but I don't know. I don't know what to make of this. Kind of technically haunted if your cards are like attached to that person being, by definition. I think I, it would count I, as I, a haunting. 
I thought that, well, they said the veil was like thin. So, I mean, usually when I like hear veil, I'm like, oh, the veil between life and death, you know, but I, they didn't know if there were a ghost or not. So I'm not sure. And if the veil is thin, is it because there was just a murder? Is it because the veil has always been thin here? So many questions. You can roll me history or arcana. All right. You can roll this as well. Okay. I'll roll arcana. Okay. I'll roll history. Makes sense. <laughs> Nine. Fourteen. You both recall that the creature was speaking of the place between. Not of the veil, but are at you. You get a tickle at the back of your brain. You've heard of the place between, but you can't quite remember what that's in reference to. No, this is a this is a, a different a third option. Oh, not not the other side, not this side, but something else. The place between is what they called it. Yes, I, I I don't know the specifics of what they mean, but it's a place where Sulong was when you all were out on your adventure while I was unconscious. So it must, un- unless Sulong died and came back, it must be something else entirely. I mean, isn't that like limbo? I wouldn't know. There are many planes for from what I have come to understand, but I don't know much about them. Hmm. I wonder if Su Wong would know. Or Fiskor. She's a very learned. She's a scholar. They might, but this might uh be a conversation af- for after we find what Oh we- yes, for sure. No, we have a murder to find. Yes. But um do you want to check out the last two rooms and see if we find anything else? If there's nothing, if there's nothing else in here, then I mean, there's a bunch of bags and boxes, but um, I don't know. If we can go through all of them. I don't know if we can go through all of them either, but well. Let's search the smaller spaces first. So there was one more room, and I think there was another place next to the eating area. Yes, there were. There, yes, there were that, and we should make sure that we didn't miss anything on the way back down. Of course. Uh, do you want to? Mm, I would suggest split up, but like with your hearing and my sight, I think they're pretty good team. I agreed. I don't. I wouldn't want us to miss anything. That's true. Let's go into this last room over here. I'll just follow you, Isa. Still, still very much like stuck on whatever it was that just happened. I hope whatever's coming is not horrible, but they did say to be prepared, hopefully. Well, it's not the first time that they've, that they've said such a thing, so I just don't know what it is. Well, like, is it coming, like, now? Or is it, like, in a few days, and a week later, eventually in life? Like, I have so many questions right now. They were non-specific the last time as well. I don't understand other creatures. I'm gonna investigate this room. Okay, go ahead and investigate the room. Give me that roll. This is an empty, unused room. No. This is an empty, unused room. Well, that was quick. Yeah. 
You do still have another bedroom to check. Oh. Mm-hmm. Oh, this one? Mm-hmm. Oh, we haven't yeah. checked this one? You never oh. went into the one above it. Oh, I will take Ada to that room then. Okay. Uh, you head into this room, and there's a big floral motif going on here. There are potted plants on the windowsill, some starters, some established. Uh, you get the feeling that this might be Hardwick's room. Hmm. I don't know who Hardwick is. I'm going to just start rummaging through his stuff. You begin going through the items in here. Roll me investigation. Fifteen. Okay. With a fifteen, you find two items. You find a copper ring that is twisted to look like a branch and oxidized in places to color its leaves green. And you also find a pair of uh, leather gloves. Uh, They are a leaf pattern. Uh, They appear to be long gardening gloves adorned with enchanted vines. And they... um, the vines are cinching the sides of the glove together. You'd like to roll slip them. Uh (laughs) If you'd like to roll Arcana, you can learn more about these. Sure. Okay. Uh, 22. 22, okay. Uh, I will slide these into your inventory. These are the Hedge Witch's Gardening Gloves and the Ring of Perching. Yeah, because uh, she definitely just slid them into her bag of holding. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. We should give those to Lowry during her book club. She might like them. Maybe. I'm just like, and I, because I don't see any of this, I'm just like, did you find anything? Did you find anything? Other than like undergarments, not really. <laughs> There's uh, lots of plants here. All right. I guess let's see that last area i haven't really it doesn't seem like anything like murdery in here i mean you could definitely murder with someone with like a pair of like garden shears but i don't think that's what happened no no it was the dagger okay where are you going next this other last room here that's Um, a window oh that's a window okay (laughs) Uh, there's no other room uh there's no other room and I, I would, like, drag his hand along the wall that mm-hmm. is connected to, like, the storage room on his mm-hmm. way back, because it's just... His brain is still hung up on trying to tie together threads that may not be able to get tied together. He says, All right, well, if there's nothing else up here, then we should make sure we didn't miss anything on the way back down. All right, yeah, we can do that. Let's keep our eyes and ears open. Okay. okay. Ears open, you can't really do that. They're always open. All right. As you two go back, are you going back to check the second floor out again? Uh, yeah, I'm not sure if we looked at every room on the second floor or not, but... Uh, you did not. You also didn't search every room that you went into. But before you head back down there, Sulong and Fiskorth, what are you up to with folks downstairs? If you realize that Oh, Arat and Dewey's aren't going to come along as quickly. So Fitzquirth 
she kind of pulls Sulong aside in a little sports huddle. I am a very empathetic person. You can even say I'm an empath. I am particularly attuned to people's emotions. I'm going to go and, as they say, do a vibe check of the room. I want to ask any incriminating questions. Just, you know, be friendly. I've read this in books. It's called the good cop, bad cop routine. You stand in the corner looking intimidating and glowering. And I will be nice and asking questions. I can do that. Yeah. We'll begin. I'm going to start with the mayor's sister. Just is she sitting, drinking tea, that kind of thing? Uh, she has a cup of tea in her hand. Uh, she is not drinking it, though. It seems to be, uh, you know, roll insight for me. Let's see if Fiskworth knows what these uh, strange elven people do when they're feeling <laughs> What do these pointy-eared freaks do? <laughs> I'm going to use my odd duck dice, capybara dice for this. So Heck let's yeah. see how this goes. Let's do it. Ooh, 14. 14. And doing gay people bath really quick. <laughs> that is a 21. Pink 21. Perfect. It looks to be like a self-soothing gesture, something to keep their hands busy, to keep their mind off of just having seen their brother dead. It's not suspicious, not yet at least, but I'll take a seat down with her, you know, just very softly, very considerately. I wanted to check in with you, my dear. How are you? Holding up is, I, I can't imagine well, considering what's happened, but it's good to vocalize. It, um, I, I feel like I should be hysterical or crying, but I, it feels like I can't. Does that make sense? Well, absolutely. I were, you know, as a cleric, I've seen a lot of death, more death than you could imagine, really. Uh, Sometimes grief can be a stunted response. I've seen people, well, no matter what, what they were doing, but grief can come in waves. And right now you're probably in survival mode because who knows, maybe there's a boy in the walls or something like that and he's murdered everyone. But what, in the walls? Oh no, it was just a terrifying story told to me by my good friend over there, who I might say looks very intimidating. Um, right, uh... But I did want to ask you a few things. I think right now in the state that you are, perhaps you could help settle your conscience, as it were. Oh. Did your brother have anyone who was particularly upset with him? Do you know of that? I know he and um, he and Iggy don't get along very well. I think it's just um, it's a clash of personalities. Um, Zaz tends to be really um, particular. Mm -hmm. oh, oh, yeah, I um very particular about the way things are done for the estate. Um, and uh, I don't know, they just always rubbed each other the wrong way. Um, other than that, uh, no, I can't, I can't think of, of anyone. Um, he, he just helped Hardwick, um, with the garden, uh, the, the community garden. I don't know if you've seen it. Um, uh, there was there was a nice ribbon cutting for it. Donor's contribution to the community, and it will be felt. But just know that. And I reach out a little claw to her hand and take it in both my little finger nubs. Hold her hand. You have all the support in the world. We are here to listen, and you are doing us a great service right now. Thank you. 
Please let me or my companion know if you need absolutely anything. I'm going to check in with the others, but rest assured the investigation is still underway. These wardens can give you our word. Thanks. Um, I, I appreciate it. I really do. Yes, I do. I kind of just trot over to Sulong. We need a main cop, I think, more immediately. Okay. She was too nice, but I also don't think murderer. She didn't even drink her tea. And it didn't smell like almonds, like in any of the books that I've read. As Fiskorth has begun questioning people, have heads been turning towards us? Not really. Um, roll an insight check on the room. Meow. This here, that, this, yes, go. Plus one is a 18. 18. Um, everyone around the room, they notice that you're back. They're not trying to avoid your gaze. They don't appear to be acting out of the ordinary for people who just went through a really traumatic event on what was supposed to be a fun night. Um, they're all just kind of trying to find ways to cope with the situation they found themselves in. When you look at Hardwick and Thomas, they're not even really paying attention to what they're doing. They're almost just going through the motions of playing a game. Arabelle still has a very shocked expression on her face. And Mari is a um, appearing to be a comforting presence uh, next to Ellison, holding her hand, rubbing her arm, asking if she needs anything. But you do notice, as you look around the room, that the chef is not in the room. I was about to say, where's, where's mom? Oh. None of them are acting like... They don't take too long. Oh, yes? Where's the chef? The chef with the... Oh. Uh, do you think it would be intrusive if I asked her daughter if she's seen her mother lately? I'll ask the gentleman playing chess. I'll ask the daughter. Split up and look for clues, as they say. Okay, wants to go first. Suang will approach the gentleman playing chess and clear his throat to get their mm -hmm. attention. Okay. Um. Y yes. Can I? Can I help you? And um, um, is there something you need, sir? And uh, Thomas sits up straight, full butler mode, at the sound of your approach. And Hardwick looks over at you and nods his head as you approach. Thomas, a question for you. Mm, yes, sir. In the time that my friends and I had left, and then Fiskorth and I came back, do you know where the chef went? Oh, Miss Cleaver. Um, well, she was here for a little bit. And, uh... Well, we all had some tea, and I believe she went to uh, find a new, another pot to start a second batch of tea. How long ago was that? Oh, um... Oh my goodness. Uh, let me see. And uh, Thomas pulls a, a uh, pocket watch out of his coat and 20 minutes ago? Right. I'm gonna need everyone to remain in this room then and he will turn to call for Fiskorth and we can swap over to her. 
Uh, hello, ladies. I hope you don't mind me bothering you, but uh, I couldn't help but notice this is purely a matter of safety. Uh, Murray, have you seen your mother lately? I do worry about her. She is older, yes? Oh, um, I mean, she's older, but not that old. Um, uh, don't call her old to her face. Um, she works hard, so she's gone great, but, it, um, uh, yes, she was here, and I think, I think she went to go fix another pot of tea. Oh, I'm going to go fetch her quite quickly. Well, who knows, there might be a boy in the walls, none of us know. I just want to make sure that everyone here is safe. You just stay here and enjoy your tea and your, your various chess games. I will be back quickly. Uh, my, my partner is calling me, like I said, chess games, nothing in the walls. Nothing in the walls, okay? She isn't in the room and hasn't been in a while, as I come to Sue Long. Right, I got the same notion from those two over there. Um, I'm going to go looking for her. I'll if you can hold you. down. I think someone should remain here to hold down the fort, and just in case the other two come by. I might just be careful, please. I could not bear myself if I lost you. Uh, it's, if it's one thing I can do, Fist, it's take a hit. I'll be right back. Or two, or three, but yes, be safe. Take as minimal hits as possible. I, I guarantee just... two hits minimum. Of course, and I'm going to close the doors. So, let's talk about chess. I'm just going to keep everyone calm and get everyone engaged in a conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, you can begin talking about chess, Fiskorth. Uh While you do that, we are going to head back up to the second floor. Yuisa and Arat. Where are you heading? I just want to swing like room to room, like sort of like curve, at, curving back and forth. And I just want to like do a look over, listen over with Yuisa to make sure we didn't miss things. Okay. At this point, because yeah, finding nothing but like open loose threads everywhere. I was like, something's missing. Something's missing. <laughs> there is one room we didn't check here. What's that? At the end, across from Safazel's. I cannot remember his name properly. Well, then we should start there and we'll check the rooms on the way back. All right. She's just skipping down the hall. <laughs> you go to open the door at the end of the hallway and you walk into a library. It's a small personal library. It's neat and orderly. A small sitting at a small sitting table. Um, there are a few knickknacks and papers. There's a piano in one corner as well. And uh, you see a cozy looking fireplace. Hmm. This would be a good place to stash some things, I think. I like to imagine that every time you describe a room as Yuisa describing it to Ada, <laughs> and there's a pretty cozy fireplace if I do say so myself. Come on, partner, let's investigate. And so yeah, Art will start like circling. He just he's just like feeling around like chairs and pianos. When I, at this point, he's just like looking, just trying to see if he finds anything. Okay. Uh, Both of you, roll me uh, investigation. I did. It's a natural one. I got a 16. My hands are touching everything. 
All right. As you go touching things about the room, your hand grazes over the things on the sitting table. You feel a book with a few stacks of papers sticking out from it, as well as two sets of dice on the table. Elisa, what am I touching? Dice and some stacks of papers and books. I no that, that that bit I know. I just don't know if there's anything special about them that somebody with eyes might be able to tell me. Oh, <laughs> what do the dice look like, God? <laughs> uh, they look like a standard set of six-sided die. It is uh, two cube objects with a the numbers one through six on one on each side of the face. Like, they look like normal dice. I don't know. And, and and this book, the pages. Uh, I will go over the books and papers that he found. Okay. Um, are you picking up the dice? I I will just idly while she goes through the book. As you are going through the book, you find it's an old adventure book. It's full of stories of fictional locations based on true events. And there is a advert in the back for another upcoming series and with that you also find you also find a flyer it's uh the kind that would advertise uh reading material uh be it a new uh pamphlet series or a published book and it's called the myth of the bagman a new legend on the rise scare your kids today with the story of the bagman in recent years, a new urban legend has permeated the youths of the world. When sources were questioned about where they heard the story first, the answers were all similar in nature. They heard the tale from a friend whose uncle had a cousin that knew an adventurer whose party member's brother was taken by the creature, or some string of similar coincidences. The story, however, remains consistent and goes thusly. An adventurer who sought to escape certain death by abandoning his companions and hiding inside a bag of holding. Later, when he tried to leave the bag, he became lost amid the constantly increasing number of extra-dimensional storage spaces. Over time, the strange forces of his magical in-between place transformed the adventure into a monstrous creature. Now, every night, the bagman slips out from a random bag of holding. If he doesn't find his home, he drags someone back into the bag with him and leaves behind some trinket from his kingdom of lost junk. One alleged first-hand account stated that if you open a bag of holding and whisper the words "Follow my voice" three times into the shadows of, in the shadow of a new moon, while wearing a crown of goose feathers, the bagman will come for you. The source who wished not to be named in this publication stated that this is how they first encountered the creature after hearing tales told round the hearth. In my own attempt, however, nothing but a good goose dinner uh, and a head cold came from the experience. Many believe there is no such way this creature of chaos exists. It's merely a story to scare children out of their dreams of adventuring and monster hunting. It is for this reason that I have included the creature in my upcoming novel, 101 Stories to Tell Around the Campfire. And the article is ripped past this point, leading the author unknown to you. We come back in. We come back and say, 101 Stories to Tell Around the Campfire. <laughs> she was reading the entire thing to add it. I'm just, like, rolling the dice in my hand, listening to her, right? I think this is the same story Sulong told Fiskoy. 
other than the author is correct, it does, in fact, uh, spread far and wide, this story. Yeah, um, there's no author, it's, um, it's all, it's like riffs, so, like, I can't, um, read the author, hmm. Uh, alright. As you're rolling these dice around, uh, make me a perception check. And Yuiza, make a perception check as well as Arat is playing with these. Uh, there were two sets of six-sided die, rolling them, playing with them in his hand. Uh, 19. 17. Okay. Uh, all right, you feel the weight of these. And... They don't seem like a standard set of dice. Uh, dice are usually made out of bone. Um, it's a good way to get rid of byproduct from butcher shops around the country. Um, and these ones, something something feels off with their weight. Yuiza, you watch as Arat rolls these die. One set is rolling like you would expect a normal set to roll. Pretty, uh, pretty evenly in its probability. However, the other set that Arat is rolling, it is rolling fives and sixes near consistent with every roll. I thought, I think those dice are loaded. At least one of them is. I'm coming to this similar conclusion and I think I'm learning how the mayor won so many things from the various people that we met. Huh. That means that the list of possible perpetrators has grown exponentially. It has now... Exponential, that word. It has now increased to people outside of the immediate dinner party. But... (sighs) I'm hesitant to even consider that because if that's the case, then we have absolutely nothing. Yeah. I mean, everyone was there, and, you know, we never checked the drawing room to see of any, like, immediately, uh, immediate escape routes. If someone came from over there, they would have had to leave pretty quickly. That is true. Let's, let's do a quick, a quick walkthrough of these rooms on the way back, and then just regroup with the others. All right. And and you can see like on Arat's face he's 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 just very he's very perturbed that so far like all he has is like a handful of problems. That when the night the night started with one problem and now mm-hmm. there's seven. Yeah. We gain more questions um, but no answers. <laughs> uh continuing on though with your investigation of the room from earlier. Um there were some other things, so I'd like to wrap Ooh. those up before I forget. Um, as you were both going around the room, since you rolled a 16 Arat, um, I'll say that Yuiza probably helped with this as well. You discover a painting on the wall that is askew. And when one of you goes to write it, you feel that it's leaning up against something metallic that bulges out from the wall a little bit. As you pull it away, there is a safe behind this painting. There could be some pretty good evidence there. Quite possibly. Is it... How is it locked? Uh, it is a... It is a combination lock. It's a... It's a dial. I could give it a go. 
Certainly. It wouldn't be uh, my first time trying to break into a safe. You know what? Go for it. And uh, I'm going to lean my head, my ear, just against the uh, the safe. And I'm going to listen. I'd like just I'd like to help in that fashion if I can hear any particular clicks. Sure. Uh, Satan, go ahead and uh, roll your thieves tools. Eighteen. Eighteen. Okay. Uh, that is more than enough. You stand there for a minute with Arat's help and his superior healing. And you get the door of this uh, this um, safe open. And you find several things. You find a round amulet featuring a symbol on it of a hammer. And resting atop the hammer is a set of scales. Uh, Flip it over? Yeah. The image is on both sides. Okay. Uh, you also find a silver key with a set of scales stamped on them. It's just a little when you touch that one. Hmm. It's just an amulet and a, and a set of keys. Silver or iron, probably, that makes my skin itch. And I'll just feel, I'll feel over them. And just go. I've, I've heard of silver allergies. I haven't heard of iron allergies before. I thought that was like common. Well, not like common, common, but like, I don't know, normal. I don't think anything about us is normal, do you, say? Uh, <laughs> roll the history yeah. check for me. History? Yep. 13. Yeah, it's just weird. You don't know why he use feels this way. Hmm. But it must open something here, I'm assuming, at least in the house. Or something somewhere else that matches the symbol that I feel. <sighs> yeah, but why a safe for just an amulet and some keys? We'll have to look for something that matches the symbol then. Both of you roll me religion. Eleven. Nineteen. <laughs> Nineteen and an eleven. Okay. Uh, Yuiza, you know that this is the holy symbol of Tyr. His symbol is a set of scales resting atop a warhammer. This is, um... I think I saw something like this in the temple. It's a Tyr. Like, T-Y-R, not T-E-A-R. Well, then perhaps this go this opens something in the temple. Well, maybe. Uh, his sister did say that they often have clerics over for their parties. Mm, maybe that's how um, he got the dagger he was murdered with. It's kind of, not ironic, but like, you know, kind of karmic that he was murdered with the dagger that he used pro probably used loaded dice to get he's a roll me insight on the things you just found 16 you stand there with Arad mulling it over and verbally processing what you've found and what you know so far and you think it's odd the symbol of tear is a set of scales resting atop a warhammer. The key only has a set of scales. And that is where we're going to go for break. 
Now, Sulong has gone off to look for the mayor or to look for the uh, chef who said that they were going to uh, make another pot of tea. And I think that is where we will pick up today. Uh, so, Sulong, where do you head first? To the kitchen. Okay. Uh, the kitchen is, uh, it'll be towards the end of the hall. Uh, it's behind the dining room where you all were sitting just maybe an hour, hour and a half previously now. Jesus. Uh, boop, 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 boop. Uh, he will. We got our weapons back from the butler. You got some keys from the butler. Okay. Uh, he'll crack the door to the kitchen and peek in. You look in the kitchen and there's no one in there. There is a pot of water on the stove. Not a pot. A um, what's it called? A tea kettle on the stove. And the stove is currently lit. He'll step inside and look around. All right. Roll me investigation. Uh, 20. All right. Uh, you see pots and pans of various sizes hanging from the plaster walls on hooks. Um, the large brick oven is casting a pleasant glow about the room, and there's a smell of fresh baked bread. As you look about the room, you see that there's a space on the wall um, where a lot of the cook's utensils are. Uh, most of them are currently there. And uh, as you move through the room towards the back, you see a few doors. Uh, closest to the door where you entered is uh, a door leading to the servant stairs and the cellar. There is a door to the um, to the butler's pantry. There is a door that exits the building towards the back of the property. Oof. Woof. Okay. Okay. Can I make a perception check to see if I can track where the cook went? Describe to me how you would track without there being any footprints on a tile floor. Well, you see, mm? we flavor it too long is a little bit bestial on the side. Okay. So I think he stands in the middle of the kitchen and closes his eyes and he takes one big inhale, then an exhale, then an inhale. And then in his mind, he's like, okay, no, that's bread. That's coal. That's blood, but that might be animal blood. Mm -hmm. If the chef was wearing like some sort of perfume or cologne. Uh, they do not. However, uh, you do notice that uh, there is a smell of tea coming from the uh, countertop. And when you go to look into the jar where the tea leaves are kept, you notice that it's empty. You surmise that the chef probably went looking for more. 20 minutes. Okay. Is there a way to turn off the stove? I don't want the house burning down. <laughs> um, yeah, you can. You would just let the coals die out. So you would, you would just leave it alone. 
I'll move anything flammable away from the fire yeah. source. Uh, there's and... there's nothing flammable. It's it's Good. fine. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to the cellar, all by myself. You go down a set of stone steps and descend into the cellar. It's cool and dry down here. There's an earthy smell of stored wine and dirt floors that greet you. Directly in front of the opening uh, to this area are crates of recent deliveries. Uh, They're stacked a little haphazardly. It looks like they were stacked in a rush, probably to accommodate you all coming for dinner. Uh, Beyond these, a great archway leads to a well-stocked wine cellar. And... There are foods uh, for leftover food storage that line the walls and standing freely on, stand freely on wood supports. Uh, there are dry racks uh, filling part of the area with a robust smell of thyme and rosemary. And as you descend the steps, you are met with a coppery smell and your foot steps into something wet. He looks down at probably blood. Leading from over where the dry goods are stored, you follow the trail of blood and you see Cleaver Fire Mantle facing slumped towards the shelves with the axe that you saw earlier embedded in their back. You know, they look dead, but I'll check anyway. Roll medicine. Oh, they did. Uh, was the last thing they said to me hyphenated? Because, uh, 16. They are definitely deceased. Bro. There is a tin of uh, tea leaves that has fallen open and is near the body as well. I am so sorry, but this situation is very dire, and I'm going to need to protect myself and everyone here, so he'll reach down and just start prying the axe out of her. Okay. You get one great axe. Would you like to look into the axe any further? Yeah, I'll look it over. It is it Nismat's? It is. It fits the description perfectly. Would you like to roll me Arcana? Sure. I'm actually smart. Okay. Ah, it was almost a 20. 15. All right. This is a dragonkin. Great axe. The first of these weapons were forged by the dragons themselves as gifts for their estranged humanoid spawn. Generations later... The generation kin themselves continue the tradition, although only some will openly admit to knowing it. And with the designs on it and what you vaguely know of Nismet and her heritage, this seems like it was a fitting gift to receive from her parents. Uh, Sulong has placed the body laying on the ground, like hands over the chest and puts his jacket over them before okay. heading back upstairs and just peeking in. Uh, Fisk, can I speak to you real quick? 
is peering up from a discussion. They're discussing uh, chess strategies, like, you know, oh, I prefer the Dunmurian uh, entrance, you know. Oh, yes, but uh, Long, what? why is your face so grim? Very quickly. Uh, d- can you step in the hallway? Oh, certainly. Is there a boy in the walls? Were you right? Uh, he'll shut the door. Cleaver's dead. Dead? And he'll show, like, he has the axe in one hand and just shows her. It was in her back when I found it. Uh, Oh my god. Gods be good. I I have no idea how I'm going to break this to Mari, or even if we should. I can account for everyone in there, but last person we saw with that axe was the butler. You don't think... He did say that he didn't know where the axe had gone after dinner. Which means there's someone else in this house with us. Someone we did not account for. Because unless our friends in there are very convincing doppelgangers, then I don't believe anyone in there was guilty of that particular murder. And I have no reason to think they aren't tied to the, the, mur- the mayor's murder as well. This reminds me of a horror story. So long, please. I can only take so much. My heart is... I'm a flying creature. We can't um, follow hearts. Out in the desolate tundra, a research team finds a strange craft. Uh, bringing it back to base, uh, a frozen creature is thawed and it begins to assimilate everyone inside of the research facility. But the kicker is that it can transform into anyone that... It had eaten. I don't like this story too long. Not at all. It could be anybody. I, I don't like to think that it could be anybody. It could be me. I don't know. If you were, I, I would. If you weren't, I would rip your throat out with an insert. But you are my Sulong. And I know that because the real Sulong would tell me a scary story. Honestly, I think that we've made a mistake by not establishing some form of code word. <laughs> yeah, no, we should. I think a good code word might be uh, serendipity. Like how we all met. It was a moment of serendipity. Oh, okay. Okay. That it was. Speaking of serendipity, Yuisa uh, and Ara. What are you two up to? There's no hammer on the keys. There's only skits. Then perhaps it goes, it, the key goes to something that has a hammer on it. I'm trying to think if there's another god with scales um, in their symbol. I'm Roll just trying history. to think if there was a place, a thing in the that we've looked for that has a hammer on it but no scales. <laughs> on one. It's almost a 90. Oh, this is the only one you know of. I don't know any other god that um, has just scales. Um, maybe there's a hammer. Do we place it on a hammer? Any hammer? Or just maybe like... There might be something that has a hammer on it that we would use this key to open. We can check on the way back, but I think we should probably regroup with the others. Yeah, well, you can keep the keys because they make me itchy, so... Sure. Sure, 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 sure. And, uh... Yeah, with that, I guess we'll uh, exit this room. I just, I want to, I want to pop in and like just like 
walk perimeter of each of these rooms on the way back downstairs because I just want to make sure we didn't miss things. Okay. Go ahead and which room are you going to first? I guess the one directly across the hall, which I think was the cleaned out room. Uh, go ahead and roll me investigation. All right. May I use the help condition or act or action, actually? How do you assist Arat? Um, I would like to look out for, for anything visually out of the norm, anything askew, another loose board, any signs of a hammer that maybe uh, he can't see or touch. Right. Uh, all right, go ahead and roll with advantage. <laughs> you are, we are the best detective partners. 15. 15. All right, that's enough. Uh, you go around the room and you're working your way around the bed. And as you do, your hand comes across a panel in the wall and you discover a door that was concealed within the wall panels. I'll push it. It is a boy in the walls. <laughs> Does a door just swing open it's, inside? It swings open after you've hit that panel. I'll just sort of like turn my head towards where Yuisa is and then put my walking stick in, just sort of swing it, like tap it on each side of the door. And then I'm just going to slowly like move into the doorway. Okay. I'll move in with Arat. Okay. You two do that and you are in one of the guest rooms. Oh. oh, this is the one that appeared to have been unused. Let's see. So open this door. Adjoining compartment. But then this. Okay, so like these two share a bathroom. No, they also, they both have a bathroom. Zasville has his own bathroom. No, the other. Oh, the other one, yes. Yeah. So, what if, and this was, we said. That's a guest room. I mean, was that, did we determine Arabelle was staying in this one? You haven't asked her who, where her okay. accommodations are when she stays here, if she even does. All the rooms are. are um, connected. This would help if the murder took place in the bedroom, because then we could know that somebody could sneak in, but we do at least know that there are multiple secret, yeah. passage, secret passageways between the servant's stairs and now doors in the walls. As you're investigating that uh, bedroom, one of you roll me investigation. Just one. All right. Oh, that's a nat 20. Nat 20. Alrighty. Uh, as you're walking through the room, all right, your foot slips and you feel another loose floorboard. Tap it again with my, with my cane. Definitely loose. Loose and pry it up. You are so good at finding loose floorboards, my dude. I'm good at blindly stepping on things. <laughs> I get it because you're blind. You reach down and pull the board away. It comes away easily. 
And under the sluice forward, you find 13 gold pieces, 15 silver pieces, 30 copper pieces, and something that has been knit. And it feels rather bulbous in your hand. You will have to roll again to figure out what this is, unless you show it to you, Isa. Which I'm, I'm going to do. I'll, pull, mm-hmm. I'll just pull it up. Just, mm-hmm. What is this? Uh, that is... What do I see? <laughs> you see a small knitted frog wearing a crown. It's a knitted frog with a little crown. So among among is valuables, among valuables under here, there is a small frog. Huh. If we're still going by self gods, and tomorrow would be the frog lady. I still have her little frog. She'll pull out the necklace she made out of the frog. Does Timor have any connection to any particular mm-hmm. gods in play here? Roll religion. Or does she? Let's roll religion. Uh, I rolled a 14 on that. Um, 17. Okay. Yuisa, you vaguely remember Tyr and Timora being some way connected, but you don't remember how. Tyr and and Timora, there you go, uh, are connected. I don't know how, but I think I remember someone at the temple saying something about them together. As in connected. I don't know if they were lovers. They could have been. I don't know what gods do. I don't know. And I'll put the frog in the pocket of this coat. <clears throat> what is? No, because then the... Because it doesn't... Are you going to take the money? I... I suppose so. I haven't thought that far. I'm just saying it's there, you know? Did, did you want to take the money? I mean, if you weren't going to take it, I was going to take it. I mean, it's, it's hidden in a guest room. I imagine they're not going to be coming back to stay here I for mean, some yeah. time. yeah. She says that she's already taking the money. How much money was there? Uh, 13 gold, 15 silver, and 30 copper. It doesn't feel like enough to pay off somebody. No. It feels like a savings. Yeah, probably, but we'll have to ask if this room used to belong to anyone before. Oh, it could be that it's an easy place to hide things since... We should ask downstairs. Just in case. Because it kind of looks more like a children's toy. That it does. And we know of one child... Well, she's an adult at this point, but yes. Well, yeah, but she's the child of someone. Do you think she knows? That would uh, answer a question for who did it, possibly. Mm-hmm. I feel like perhaps she does not know. Possibly. We're walking and talking. Okay, yeah. where are you walking to? Just the room that's across the hall from this one. Like I said, I wanted to just circle the rooms because Arat is at this point he's at a loss. He's like, okay, we're going we're gonna go back to the stone stairs and meet up with the other two. So just last sweep and then right downstairs. <laughs> you walk into Ellison's bedroom. 
Are you searching anywhere in particular? Or just doing a general general sweep to feel her things? The general sweep again, because I, I don't see any I, I don't see uh, anything out of out of the ordinary. So I would I don't know like if to, to, to either I can either help or do my own role because it's I'm looking specifically for any hidden compartments or buttons like her brother's room had. I think that would have to be a separate role in this instance because okay. there yeah. is a lot of stuff in here. It's someone's active bedroom. I got 24. I got a five. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, Uisa, you don't find anything out of the ordinary. All right. You, you don't really find anything that uh, sparks interest for you in, uh, in relation to the other things you found. Um, there's a nice perfume bottle that you put your hands on at one point. There's a small figurine of a cat, uh, on one of the tables, uh, that's rather pleasant to hold in your hand. Uh, there's a ear cuff, uh, that feels rather, uh, intricate, but there's nothing jumping out at you that says I'm the murder weapon part to electric boogaloo. Right. So yeah, just shaking, like running his hand over everything, just shaking his head. He just sort of quietly walks right back out of the room. Okay. There's just one more room. Do you want to sweep it again? I, I suppose we should. I I am at a loss of anything else to do. Hope I hope that the other two have found something more downstairs. Yeah, you you have like almost a permanent like frown, like those little frowny wrinkles on your forehead. But I was not expecting to have to solve, solve a murder. murder. <laughs> yeah. Much less having. Nothing to go on. I know. Or too much to go on. Right? Are you investigating this room as well? Yes. Yes. Let's get some rolls. 20 total. 20? Okay. 16. 16. It's a... It's a nice guest room. Um, You don't feel anything out of the ordinary in here uh you do feel uh this room does connect to a dumbwaiter that would go down to the kitchen area um probably why they kept this room furnished it would be easy for the servants to serve someone in this room with that being installed there are some uh rather nice potted plants that look like uh they've grown from the cuttings that were in the room upstairs just the guest room i suppose i suppose well, I think we found enough to at least maybe maybe the others found something that connects to it, you know? Yes, I think we, we found enough to at least ask questions. Yeah. <sighs> I mean, honestly, right now, my money is on Cleaver or Ma- Ma- Maria or Thomas. Mari, sorry. But that's three out of the five remaining people here. Conclusion. I just said there was a conclusion. <laughs> she said that she's going down the stairs. And I'm following. Okay. Uh, you are all heading down the stairs and you get to the bottom of the stairwell. You see Fiskorth and Sulong out in the hall at this point, uh, having a hushed conversation. The doors to the drawing room are currently closed, uh, but you are all able to reconvene on the first floor. Say something only Yuisa and Arat would say. What? Why? Okay, it that's could dumb. be mimics, imposters, even. What it's happened us. while we were what, gone? What story are you talking about? Answer the question. Is, oh, okay, we're going on with this bit. All right. What question? Something only you would know. 
Um, I make you uh, hot blood in the morning. It's true, she does. Um, I washed you in the bathhouse. That is also true. I don't think they're imposters too long. We should inform them of the terrible news then. Cleaver's dead. Well? How? Shit! Axe in the back. I didn't do it. Well, that, uh... That certainly knocks the theory off of the table. Yeah. By all accounts, everyone was in the room when the murder took place, so we might not be alone. I don't like that. Because that expands things. And so we found that Sassafel is actually Mari's dad. Via Cleaver. Really? And Cleaver wanted Sassafel to recognize Mari, but he would not. And he tried to pay Cleaver off. And yet they're both dead now. They are both dead now. We found out that Thomas isn't exactly who he says he is. Apparently, he has some prior bounty on himself. Um, he was blackmailed in a letter. By who? Unknown. Okay. I think we might be able to find out if it pertains to this crime if we imply that he stolen the axe, or maybe that we know. Might just I mean, be enough to get him to confess. It was also... Like the murders have been done with with things he's he's taken from gambling games supposedly, and we found out he has loaded dice. Yes, which is quite possibly how he won so many of these things. But no, you you are right. You are correct, you said the axe was a murder weapon for Cleaver. The dagger was a murder weapon for Zaphisel. Yeah, no, th- that that is a pattern. And. I think Thomas was in the room with us, but who's to say he didn't spring a trap that would um, eject the knife into Sassafel's body? That's true. That'd have to be thought out in advance, and we have to investigate the drawing room. The drawing room that that they're in? You still have three rooms that you haven't investigated down here. The library? The drawing room and the dining room. The dining room is the one that we were already in, and then mm-hmm. the drawing room is the one that all the people are in. Yep. You only looked okay. at Zatzafel's body. Okay. Right, so we should we should check the final two rooms and then figure out how to proceed with this. Is this a room? Have we been to this room? That is the library. No one has oh. been in there. As far as you know, DM, I want to call. I want to call over the uh, mm-hmm. the, the 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 remaining. I guess I've got all the mechanicals now because they mm-hmm. haven't. Yeah, they were all just posted up, and I want to just sort of post them around the drawing room. Okay. And the same thing of like if somebody like if, if somebody slips out to alert. Okay. Or slips in. Same thing. Sounds good. Uh, Sulong will crack the door open and poke his head in just to tell everyone there. If you could, please close the drawing room off from the dining room and no one leave here under any circumstances. At that, Arabelle turns and comes to the door to talk to you. Um, it's what's what's going on? Cleaver was murdered. 
Oh, oh no. I mean, are you, are you sure they're dead? I mean, I mean, maybe maybe they were just really injured. I... He oh gives her that look like, I know you're trying to be optimistic, but... How are we going to tell Mari? She's a sweet kid. We will bridge that river when we get to it. Okay. Arabelle, you need to keep everyone here. Do you have any magics that could protect you in the group? I do at the shop. I, I didn't think I'd need anything here. Okay. Uh, he'll turn to Yuiza and motion. Uh, could I have my Ooh. fan back? I have your fan? Uh, yeah, I slipped it into your bag when our weapons were confiscated. Dalala, you gotta tell me these things. Just go in and give it to you. Oh, can can I have the key to our weapons just in case? Because things are getting very dangerous. Didn't I thought you had we all have the, the keys. keys? Yeah. I'll pull up the keys. <laughs> oh. mm-hmm. Yeah, you have all of the keys to the house. You <laughs> have Thomas's butler ring. Yeah, I'll take it and open the cabinet where our uh, weapons are stored and start just handing them out to people. As you go to do that. The cabinet's empty. No. Thomas. I just bought those. Um. Okay. Well, this went from bad to a little worse. Please do not. I'll say to Arabella and to Son, please do not tell anybody in there what Sulong just told you. Okay. I, I we won't. We really do not need mass hysteria. Right. Um, well, that, 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 and I have an idea for later, but... Yes. Okay. Uh, I... I also recommend you not open this door until you hear from us again. Don't you should have a secret knock. Okay. Um. Okay, we'll do two taps... Then wait two seconds and do a third tap. Two taps, wait two seconds. Third tap. Okay. Okay. Um, and I know it's not much, but it'll do to stun someone and give you some time to try and run away. And he'll hand her his fighting fan. Um. Okay. Uh, if it's humanoid. Does she want to hurt herself more than... If you keep it closed and the creature coming at you is humanoid, aim for the chin. Okay. Aim for the chin. I can do that. I can... I can definitely try to do that. Can I do an insight check on her? Yeah. I don't have a good insight, but... (laughs) (laughs) And then she turns and hits Sulong and smites him. God, that was almost a 19. (laughs) 11. Uh, Arabelle seems just as worried as you all are. Okay. We should... We'll we'll be right back, okay? Yes, yes, yes. Be careful. Stay safe. You too. And she will push the doors back closed and go back in. To the group, I say... I believe I might have a card that allows me to 
manipulate my form, perhaps if I can find it, I can make myself look like Cleaver. And if the killer is in that room, they might react. No, but it'd be a cruel trick to play on Marty. It would be, but it would also tell us if the killer is in the room. I don't believe the killer is in that room. I was there when Sulong found her. Maybe we were talking about chess. But maybe... But she left before you got there, right? Yes, and we know she'd been gone for a bit. How long, were, how long was the entire room left unattended? 20 minutes. Maybe they slipped out with her as well. You all left that room unattended for about an hour. Oh, okay. Yeah. It will be yeah. from... Okay, cool. we, 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 found, we found multiple secret passages upstairs as well that could be all over the house. There was a door to some servant stairs uh, in the kitchen, so... Also, <sighs> Sasako's room is almost emptied out. Strange. Uh, like a robbery happens. or a sudden move? Almost like a sudden move, but... I, maybe he was planning on moving to a different room in the meantime, but all the pictures were taken down. There wasn't any decoration. There was just a bed. They might have gone to storage, but I don't know. Perhaps we can find answers in the other rooms. Perhaps. That's all we have at this point. Into, yeah, let's go into the library. And let's look into the dining room once more, yes? Mm-hmm. Okay. You're going into the library? Okay. Uh, Yuiza, this library is rather similar to the one that you saw upstairs. It's comfortably furnished. Uh, there seems to be more of a, this is where we take people who aren't family kind of vibe though. It feels a slightly more formal. Everything is in its proper place. Nothing is left out. Um, there is a small dice tray uh, sitting on the table surrounded by four chairs. And there are two uh, couches that are near a small wood-burning stove. I will relay this information to Arat. Maybe those dice are loaded, too. I'll just go over and tap them. Okay. Uh, roll perception. So, really? Another nat 20. Nat 20? Four 25. Uh, these ones seem normal. Okay. No, these are fun. So glad that was my nat 20. Okay, everyone take a corner of the room. We'll split it into quadrants and we will investigate. Divide and conquer. Exactly. Oh, Tilskorth, uh, I will have to ask you some questions uh, later since you are a scholar. Yes, certainly. I have religious questions for you. We found quite a bit. Yes. Are you questioning your faith? Do you, don't you have to, like, have a faith to question it? Very good point. Are you having a crisis of faith, I should say? No, oh, we found uh, this amulet. Yes, we found this amulet <gasps> of Tear, and we also found keys that had the scales of Tear symbol, but no hammer. Which, if you happen to see something that has a ha just a hammer on it in here, do let me know. Of course, of course. I have to say, a bit strange that little bit of religious interpretation on my part, but the hammer without the scales, it would imply the more violent side of justice. Executioner without the jury and judge. It, it would, yes. 
but I'm I am currently surmising that this key that has scales but no hammer might go to something that has hammer and no scales to put them together. You see, very good. Well, let's give it a peek. So I guess we'll just each examine our corners of the room. Yeah. Or quadrants of the room. Roll investigation for me. Fifteen. Fifteen, okay. Fourteen. Fourteen. Net, net 20. Net 20. Hey. Okay. Yeah. For a 19. <laughs> uh, Sumon got a 16. Okay. Okay. Uh, Iskorth, let's start with you. You are going through things and you notice there's a wastebasket that seems to have been forgotten. And within the basket, you find a crumpled up and seemingly forgotten letter with no return address or recipient written on it. Interesting. I'm going to uncrumple it and stick my little nose right in. You read. Why keep your father's oath? With, With us, you could have everything your heart desires. She will reward you greatly for your cooperation and discretion. Deny us what is rightfully ours, and the town will learn of all your failings. Would it be a shame if that delightful little shop was cut in the middle of this? What do you think happens when magical items catch fire? You have one week. Oh, no. It's still urgent, so Fizz is just going to give one of her little high-pitched screeches and come go to the center of the room. Everyone, um... <laughs> she just presents the letter without words. She's clearly very nervous. Is there a date? Like, do we know that it's been, like, a week since this letter? No return address, nothing. Yep, there's nothing there. <laughs> but this is definitely this is definitely intended about Arabelle, if not to Arabelle. Well, I'm assuming it's a Sazafel. And presuming that they believed that Arabelle was important to him. She would have been caught up in it, so... It appears that our friend has run into a deal that he could not quite complete. Was this an elaborate suicide to get out of it, perhaps? I, I don't... But why Cleaver, then? I Cleaver, exactly. Also, something about an oath. Father's oath. Maybe they had an mention. oath to tear? His sister did mention that they had been previous landowners and they had claimed the land before that, so perhaps has something to do with that. There's, uh, there's quite a few religious connected artifacts in this, in this household that he has gotten his hands on. And, um, question. The, remember the coin that we found from the Marojay that had, did it have the tear symbol on one side? No, the coin is, um, it was Bathsheba and Timora. Timora, that you found okay. On the coin. That's right. Yeah. Um, I just for a moment thought maybe it had to do with that new supposed cult that we're finding. It very well could be if there's so many religious artifacts here. Not to mention the temple is relatively new, I recall. They were building it when we were here. 
top of all this as well. Is have, did any of you find anything else in the room, or did I disrupt you? DM, did we find anything? We all did. All right. You find near one of the tables. There's a book with a letter wedged into it as well, and it uh, was all. It almost looks like it was being used as bookmark. It's a copy of a letter that was sent to a local property owner uh, inquiring if uh, the sender, which is Zasfell, according to the documentation of the letter, uh, can anonymously front some of the money for an interested party to purchase a location. Which I'll present to the group, but I'll hold off until you've said everybody else's stuff. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, What did Sulong roll? Uh, 16. 16? Okay. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Sulong, I'm going to tie yours into Yuiza's if that's okay with you. Perfect. Okay. Uh, you and Yuiza, uh, Yuiza, you locate another hidden safe. It is similar to the one upstairs, but a little bit larger. She's going to immediately put her ear to it okay. and start trying to crack it. Uh, roll me your Thieves Tools. Twenty! Not natural, but twenty. Okay. That is plenty. Uh, this was hidden behind a uh, a bookshelf, uh, which probably excited Fiskorth a little bit to see that shelf swing open when you pull just the right book to get at it. Uh, you find within one gold key with a warhammer stamped on it and a scrap of paper with the word reset in uh, clearly written in ink. Sulong. Uh, reaching in past what Yuiza pulls out because, ooh, shiny. Uh, you find a duplicate ledger. Sulong's going to flip through it. Okay. You find notations uh, that are not coded, and in the back of it, you find the code for the other ledger. It appears the other one was what he was passing off uh, to whoever he uh, does his banking with or business with as the legitimate one for the estate. This one tells a different story. You find sales receipts listing paintings, art pieces bed curtains, and other fine items. You see payments to the Pink Dragon Tavern, which get increasingly larger over time. There's the note for a payment made to Hardwick, uh, and it is noted that uh, it is both for Hardwick's discretion and the community garden that he would like to build. You also see uh, that there was a payment for 2,000 gold uh, that was paid to Cleaver for their discretion and expenses. And on that same page, there is another letter. Let me slide on over to that side. Uh, This letter you find, Sulong, as you carefully unfold it, is crisp and new. And it's addressed to Cleaver, written by Sassafel. And there's a note off to the side 
uh, reminding him that he was going to deliver it in two days once arrangements were complete. The letter is explaining the money sent to her, and it details that acknowledging his daughter's birth is a means of protection for her own sake, though he cannot divulge further detail. It further refers to an unnamed outside influence arriving in town, and informs Cleaver that she and Mari should leave the estate for good. A home in Silskarmi has been purchased by for the Cleavers, or for Cleaver and uh, Mari, and it's in Cleaver's name, and he has arranged for them to leave immediately. I guess we just convey all of this information to each other yeah. in the middle there. And the key. <laughs> the key does. The key would go with this key. Does the hammer to the scales? There's a lot here. Why is he so worried about hurting his lover and their child? Well, they aren't together anymore right now. For their own protection. Perhaps, yeah. perhaps by this group that was threatening him with uh, destroying Arabel's shop and airing his dirty laundry. And you what? mentioned also you mentioned also an anonymous an anonymous letter threatening to expose Thomas and his crimes. And what did Hardwick know? Something about well, the payment here was made for Hardwick's discretion. Given that our dear mayor is dead now, we might need all the information we can get. We we'll have to interrogate them. Might. Present them you, with the letters and ask immediately. Did you find anything about Hardwick when you were searching you two? We found him up in the conservatory. He was gardening. He seemed a bit feeble and not too uh, perceptive. I do wonder what he saw, if anything at all. Sometimes people are really good actors. It's quite true. Speaking of speaking of good actors, should we just go present this information and interrogate directly? Should we attempt to... Are you going to pretend to be Cleaver? That was my question. I mean, it might help. But if none of them is a killer and there's somebody else loose in the area... I don't believe it's anyone in that room. Clearly our associate here has warranted quite a few bounties on his head and foes to come at his doorstep. I think right now the best thing we can do is present what we found to each other and ask what secrets they were all keeping. Everyone needs to come clean before another person dies. Also, I would like to note that all our stuff was taken. That too. And only one person has the key. Yeah. And he had the great axe last we saw, Thomas. This could also just be a very big elaborate setup. That's true. There's a lot know, here. but it's like... It's, it's giving little, me such a headache. It's a little too convenient. Uh, GM. Yes, player. How may I assist you today? Uh, GM. I would like to search the database for... Um, for stinky murderers? So you bet. RJ, RJ Brain is looking uh -huh. at this and thinking, when did Euphoria in the cloth shop pop up? That was literally like our third day in town. Euphoria 
after the um what's it called the temple so that would have been a couple days that would be about two weeks ago okay I don't, know. I don't know. Maybe the clothing shop might be a red herring, but it's in all the ledgers. The clothing shop? If we are thinking about outside influences. I mean, he was also making money, sending money to the pink dragon. I mean, could say that it was, you know, gambling money, but. Tell you what. Let's we'll go we'll ask questions. One at a time, let me know who I can put hands on and see if I can dis- discern any reactions. But let's ask probing questions to learn what we can. Okay, but I will be honest, I am not great at subtlety. My main weapon's an axe, so... Well, Fiskort, I'll have to defer to you then. I'm very good with people's emotions and feelings. Sulong turns to Yuiza. Does that make us the bad cops? I mean, maybe. I could be mean if you want me to. I could be mean if you want me to, but it'll cost you. How about the hug? We'll talk about it. <laughs> okay. Right, let's let's go back. Perhaps his sister knows some information about all all of this, she seems to be much more of the record-keeping type. But pick who you want to ask first, and we will have discussions. Um, yes, okay. I'll just put my hand on the closest person's shoulder and... Make our way out. Yeah. All right. So you're heading back to the drawing room? Uh, we're gonna go. We're gonna go. We're gonna go to the drawing room, but we're gonna go through the dining room because we wanted to look at the dining room one more time. Okay. And, and the dining room does connect. The dining room does connect to the drawing room, so it we does. can still go through that way. Mm-hmm. I will go to the dining room. Look at the poor bastard. Is the body still there? Is the body still there? The body is gone. No, it's still there. <gasps> look, I believe it. I should have double tapped. I'm gonna take what was left of his money. Okay. Uh, so on his money or on his uh, body, there was uh, 40 gold and five silver, I think. If I remember correct. Yeah, it should be in. The, it should be in there for you. Go ahead and add it to your things. Um, but yes, what are you what are you looking at in here? Sloan and I looked at the walls. We looked at the we ceiling. Determined there was yeah. no sabotage. Yeah. Look at ceiling walls. Potato, potato. I grew up in a cave. No difference. They're all the same. It's all walls. <laughs> This is going to sound weird, but is there anything under the table? I, I just want to peek under the table. Roll investigation. Me and my negative yeah. one. That's a seven. Looks yeah. like a table. There's some... Uh, at, at one point, a guest must have stuck some gum on the underside of uh, the table. You find another wad of it under one of the chairs. It's hardened. It's gross. It's yeah. Gross. But no secret button or passageway for henchmen to crawl through. I would uh, like... Sorry, go ahead, go ahead. No, it's fine. Uh, I would just like to take a look at the walls for any switches or anything. Okay, roll investigation. The little spin to let me know that I can roll the four and got a seven. 
Wallpaper has seen better days. Um, could probably stand to be replaced soon. But uh, other than that, uh, nothing seems out of the ordinary to you. Anyone else? I wanted to feel the top of the fixture that crashed down on the chandelier. And I wanted to feel like... Oh, I want to feel if there was anything specific that could have made it detach or that was broken on purpose. I'm, I'm looking for okay. signs of intentional sabotage. Okay. Roll me... Yeah, roll me investigation. It's a 14. 14. You think it's unusual that it came down along with some of the wood from the ceiling. Um, but other than that, there's nothing uh, in particular you can determine by touch with this. Uh, what happened? Could I check where the chandelier was, like the area where it was stuck on? Uh, you and Fiskworth already did that last time. Uh, I Specifically, I wanted to see the the edges of the um, the paneling. Okay. If that makes sense. Uh, what exactly are you looking for? Uh, anything that would have eaten away at the structural integrity of the paneling. Because if the, the wood came away with the chandelier, and did we check if the wood was like rotted? You... I don't know. I was going to stick my head in there. there uh, there's no hole yeah, up there. Yeah, there's no hole up there. Oh. <laughs> it's a singular piece. No hole. Uh, how about as you are all putting your heads together um, and maybe uh, referring to the dead body for a bit of insight? Uh, why don't you pick someone to roll a investigation check with advantage for this? Not me. Not me. I already roll it with advantage. All right, here we go. That's 21. Uh, Sulong, you are looking more closely now that Arat has pointed out how unusual this is. You would expect maybe like, you would have expected someone to loosen screws or pry apart the metal pieces or even fray the rope, but none of that happened here. As you compare the wood that splintered away with the chandelier and the wood in the ceiling, you begin to know marks or notice marks on the wood. And as you take it and you hold it up a little bit, you think that there may have been runes worked into this panel hidden between the layers of the wood. And something somehow activated them. Someone carved some sort of rune up there. I, I can't tell what the activation was, but... I think that's what brought it down. Oh, oh, all right. Uh, so Fiskworth mm -hmm. runs back to the door. All right, so I'm thinking our murderer must have appeared when the lights went out. Presumably they cast some sort of enchantment, perhaps merely just knocked out the candles with a whiff or a blow. And then they shot the, the activation point to that rune. Actually, could you, Sulong, would you give me, uh, as they say, uppies to look at that rune a bit better? Is there any way I can discern what this rune may have been used for? Roll Arcana. <laughs> That's a three. It's 
badly damaged. You're not able to tell, but you do concur with Sulong that it looks too um, intentional to be coincidence. Let's check the terrible handwriting, <laughs> but definitely intentional. We should check the drawing room to see if maybe something like that was put in there to spring the dagger. Precisely. And that we should check on the safety of our guests as well. I suppose so, yes. And at, at this point, I'm, I, I'm agreeing, unfortunately, that it may not be anybody here, which means that we have a very open case, but I still would like to ask people questions and see if we could learn more. One last question for you, GM, about this room. Mm-hmm. Uh, are the runes still visible to me, or have they just been worn away completely? There are pieces of them still there, but the wood is splintered, so it's kind of like, um, you know when you have those pictures and like you turn it and you can like see them? Differently. Oh, like a like an optical illusion. Yeah, it's like it's like that when you turn it a certain way, but there's so much missing that you can't get the complete picture to figure out what it was. Were the runes embedded in the wood or written in the wood, like with um, ink, or were they chipped in? They were carved. How fine are the strokes? Is it, say, someone took an ice pick up there and started dragging? <laughs> uh, roll me. Blow we'll this case wide open. Since this, has, this, since this has to deal with survival, let's do, uh, let's do, uh, like, yeah, let's do a survival. Since this is kind of a survival skill. Unless you have the uh, one yeah. that you think fits better. Nope, nope, survival's great. Survival's great. I have proficiency in that. <laughs> <laughs> 17 17 um it looks like something chisel and sharp like uh would have made these but i mean you could have gotten these with a sharp knife as well okay wait things were missing in the kitchen <sighs> and that ice pick we said under a bunch of apples very out of place for an ice pick it's not an apple pick yeah you didn't really investigate those rooms no Oh, I tried. <laughs> you found a body. Got distracted. <laughs> Sorry. I found a body and I panicked. Um, <laughs> all, all thought about. I should search for stuff. Ended with the body. There's a dead milf in there. I couldn't stop. Oh no, the milf's dead. No. Not my milf. Did she have the anime I... mom braid? Was that the trigger that we should have looked for? Yeah. Uh, the cookies were just a little too sweet. Before we um, reveal everything, we should ask. I, I'm still not super certain that it wasn't Thomas. I mean, could have been definitely other people. But I, I wanted to ask Mari if her mother ever had any objections to her and Thomas. Because all that we're finding is it makes sense for Sassafel to have been murdered by a multitude of people, um, but not necessarily Cleaver. We do have one lead, which is whoever threatened Sazafel may have threatened, obviously, Mari and Cleaver, but it's also a possibility. They would have intimate knowledge of his situation, which a lover might know. Yes, and a lot of the things are things that only really people that work here would know. 
and maybe somebody and maybe he has two sets of keys and took our stuff I could be wrong but I don't know I feel like the butler did is like sano famous somewhere in every crime book I've read so far in my yeah. research of this land's laws. Let us go ask the guests and see how many were involved in this murder most The time. moment that we tell Mari about her mother, though, it's going to be impossible. Most likely, if she reacts the way she should, uh, it'd be impossible to ask any other questions. Well, would you let me ask her something else first? before? Of course. I can. Are you all okay if I tell her what happened? Uh, absolutely. While I Just, do that, can you keep an ear and eye out and maybe investigate the drawing room a little bit? Maybe there's rooms there too about that caused the dagger to fly. I think that we can do that, yes. And uh, as I said, if I can be in contact with people when we ask questions, I might be able to learn and discern more. Would you like to ask many questions with me? I'd like to ask them all questions, but yes. Um, hello everyone, I say as I open the rooms to the drawing room. Everyone's head whips around to look at you, Yuza. There are a few things that we'll have to ask each and every one of you to help further this investigation. If you're all cooperate with us, that would be great. If not, Please don't make me force you to cooperate. The uh, the folks in the room look at one another and then back at you. They're a little scared of you right now. <laughs> um, I have a question for all of you. I understand Cleaver left to go make tea. Did anyone else leave the room while we were gone? Uh, Mari turns and speaks up. Um, no, we've all just been waiting here for you. Mari, may I ask you a question in slight privacy? Um, yes. Just the corner of the room. I'm not going to take you out separately because I understand the situation at the hand is not the best to do that. Okay. All right. Um, I'll, Elson, I'll be right back. Uh, and uh, she pats Elson on the arm again and gets up and comes over to you. Hi. Hi. Um... I know this might seem out of pocket, but with everything happening, I understand that uh, you and Thomas were betrothed at one point, correct? <laughs> we were, yeah. May I ask why you broke it off? I didn't. He did. He said that um, it was just over, that it had run its course. Um, why? Why? Why are you asking about that? Um. Did your mother ever object to you and Thomas being together? No. Uh, she liked Thomas. I mean, he's a good worker, and he's always been really sweet to both of us. Um, ever since since he came here, we've enjoyed his company. Uh, she she didn't mind him. I don't think. Um, I am very sorry to tell you this, but your mother has also been a victim tonight. She's hurt? Where is she? She 
is not here. She's not hurt. Unfortunately, she has passed away. What? That, no, no, she can't. She can't. And she becomes hysterical, crying. And the others turn um, to look at the two of you. Mm -hmm. She'll take her over to the sofa uh, and sit her down next to Ellison. And give her, like, uh, kind of adjust the little shawl on her to kind of keep her warm and put a hand on her shoulder while she looks at the other people. Uh, can I do, like, an insight to pry uh, reactions? Yeah. From her historicalness? Are you looking for her reaction? Other people. Other as people I take her to okay. the sofa, yeah. All right. Three with natural one. Yep. Uh, everyone looks concerned. I. Uh, she went to talk to you, and now she is sobbing, and they're not sure why. Unfortunately, everyone, Cliver has been another victim tonight, and they all look at you, Thomas covers his mouth and puts a hand to his stomach. Uh, the old gentleman, Hardwick, looks on the verge of tears as he turns his face to look out the window. And uh, Ellison reaches for Mari's hand and holds it tightly. Their reaction from Arabelle? Uh, oh, I forgot Arabelle was in the room. <laughs> it's not suspicious. Well, I just forgot she was there. <laughs> well, Me too. We, 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 already, we already told her too. Uh -huh. um, she's looking sympathetic, um, but she looks like she knew that this was coming. I'm a little yeah. surprised that you did it in the room with everyone here. Well, I'm not going to take her to a separate room while people are being murdered. <laughs> um... We will be asking you all some questions right now. Um, please be as cooperative and as honest as you possibly can. We advise truthfulness. I understand that everyone here may have things they are not particularly proud of. I certainly do. But right now, people are dropping like flies. And if we all work together, we can prevent that from happening to yet another one of us. Uh, everyone roll me insight on the room as you say that, Fiskworth. I would love to. I've been waiting for that. I got 20! Hollow plastic surgeon, because I also rolled in a natural 20. Okay. Oh. 28. 28. Too long? Five! <laughs> Too long, you're such a good boy. Good boy. He is watching the door, all the entrances, all the exits. The rest of you watch as one by one, the others in the room start to look at you with suspicion. As they have all been in here, and you were not when the second murder took place. 
We have found many things in our investigation that raises many questions and might point towards who had motive. Many possible motives. Hopefully you you can all help us get down to the bottom of this. And Ellison speaks up. Sits up a little straighter. Still holding Mari's hand tightly, now putting an arm around her. And what exactly is it? And what exactly is it that you have found that has you so concerned? As is mentioned, many secrets, things, things that various people had hidden, including our deceased host as well. That again, with further light shed on them, could reveal motive, or it could simply be a web of mystery. But that is what we would like to discern with you all now. We want to see if these many secrets kept within these walls add up to something. And everyone in the room is looking at you expectantly. There's not a sound. You could hear a pin drop right now. I'll, I'll, I'll look towards the others and go, would you all like to speak to you first? From the corner by the door, Sulong pipes up. There were numerous discretionary spending in the ledgers of the mayor, one of which to the gardener here. What exactly did he pay you to keep secret? Hardwick and... Um... Uh... Hardwick looks, uh... Looks uncomfortable at that. Truth is important, Hartwick, especially when people's lives are at stake. I do advise that you speak truthfully, lest we find a false positive. And for what it's worth, you were far from the only person that was given discretionary funding in this room. Well, and he nods, and given... Given the state of things currently, um, and he shoots a very concerned look over at Mari. I can tell you that the funds that were given, they all they all went to the garden, and it was all all done right. Every seed was paid for, and uh, that's all I have to say on it. Sulong's going to quickly uh, step over to him and lean towards his ear. Was it to hide Mari and get her out of here? Get her out of here? Goodness, no. I just didn't want Mm. her to know. About? Well, my young man, that is a delightful tale, but I don't think it's very, it's a very appropriate joke for this moment. I'll I'll wave it I'll wave like a hand at at Sulong. Wait, did I miss something? In my infinitely barbarian brain, did I fucking miss something? No. <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's trying to keep secret that Sazafel is Mari's dad. We have yeah, yeah, we yeah, haven't yeah. spoken that outwards yet. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. haven't spoken that outwards yet. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
He's doing his best to tell you while still keeping the terms of his payment. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Thomas. Yes. Uh, out of curiosity, mm-hmm. out of curiosity, uh, when all of our things were collected and and stored, uh, you were the one that had that kept track of where everything went. Yes. Yes. Uh, Mari and I put it in the hall uh, wardrobe and locked it. And later, you took the key after dinner. Yes, and uh, you were also cleaning uh, a possession of the mayor's when we came in, uh, an axe, I believe, and then you took that somewhere as Mm -hmm. well. Where did that wind up? Uh, At the the cleaning station in the cellar. It is, um, there is a uh, polishing station that we keep in the cellar. Uh, There's also a uh, few pairs of boots down there that need to be shined, as well as a couple plates. and just as you can see, I have not been able to make it back down there to uh, complete my work. And the axe was left down there? Yes, it uh, it should be on the workbench. Uh, it is it is, it is down there, but not on the workbench. Uh, and nobody else has access to the things that you have locked up? But you and Marty, or just you with your keys? No, I am the only one to that cabinet. Uh, we don't feel need to keep a copy of it, as it's only ever temporary storage for guests who come on the premises. I see. Uh, I simply ask because, as I mentioned, nothing is quite where it was supposed to be. The axe, while in the cellar, is not at the polishing station, and our things are not in the closet. Well, that is unfortunate. I'm I'm listening like very closely to him. I'm trying to like mm-hmm. read anything off of him to see if roll insight just to, to see if he can if he's conveying anything. Mm-hmm. Twenty five. Uh, he is very perturbed that things have gone missing from where he put them. It's that um, have you ever seen Downton Abbey? The yeah. head butler when he gets oh, yeah. short. Uh, it's it's that kind of um, it's that kind of attitude. That he's taken. He is he is not happy that he is not in control, uh, and that things have gone awry. Apparently, takes great pride in his work. I understand this might be upsetting to you as someone who prides himself in all of this, but I was hoping that perhaps you might know more about the the accessibility of this place. As I said, locked doors, many secret passages many hidden things hidden things yes uh such as and i'm actually at this point like i'm listening just to people's reactions to see if i can Mm -hmm. gauge anything i'm just gonna pull the little like the little like knitted frog out from my pocket and just hold it this under a floorboard for one and uh there is a long sniffle from mari that's that's Mr. Hopper. I'll I'll hand it over to Mr. Hopper and go. Why was Mr. Hopper hiding in a floorboard? It was the first thing I ever made. But Mom said that he was childish, and that if I ever wanted to be a tailor, I should focus on more refined and adult things. So I did, but I just I couldn't. I couldn't bring myself to give him away, so I hit him with some of my savings. And as soon as I was able to afford a place of my own, I was going to take him back out again. I didn't I didn't mean to, to hide him in a place that would be bad. I just, I found the floorboards while polishing the floors one day, and it 
seems like as good a place as any. My mother never goes upstairs. At least not to the second floor. As I said, we found many things that may connect, may not connect, and I'm trying to piece them all together. And I'm going to, like, sort of turn my head towards the others for any, if they have anything here. Because at this point, like, all I've got is a stack of cards that I could just throw at everybody. <laughs> uh, I could drop a bomb and see if we can, about Mari and Sazafel, and see if we can gauge any reactions. Mm, that's a little That's a, the nuclear option. Yeah, I wouldn't do that yes. just yet. Especially, especially the way that uh, that the gardener was acting towards yeah. Zulong. Like, yeah. Asked the gardener actually about, hey, do you know why there's an ice pick here? Why there's a carved ice pick that there was a rune above the Mare's Sea? You want to talk about that, hon? Why is there an ice is pick in your apple cart? Yeah. Well, why, why is that there, Mr. Gardener? Is that how you're approaching him? <laughs> <laughs> this course, the creatures scuttling and asking <laughs> questions along the floor. What was I expect doing there, huh? What were you doing? Let me eat an apple time. <laughs> Actually, uh, Sulong, you still love the ice pick, yes? Correct. This is going to whisper in your ear and hold out her little nubbin for the ice pick. A booty gets shoved your way so you can just yank it out of the belt. Give you a little smack this thanks. <laughs> <laughs> while investigating the scene of the murder, we did happen to discover a particular rune. While we were not able to discern its meanings, its smudged appearance did indicate activation. And of course, such a rune in a ceiling surface, that would require a bit of brute strength, a bit of a carving, as you would and I produced the ice pick up from my wing with a dramatic flare. We found this particular instrument in the astronomy lounge, buried under a pile of apples, and I'm not quite certain we would have access to such a bunch of apples, other than a gardener. You would happen to know why such a karmic flint was in there, sir, would you? And at that, you see? Please don't let this old man have a heart attack because I'm accusing him. <laughs> At that, he does look rather sheepish. He, he does not have a heart attack, though. Uh, that, um, Miss Ellison, I am sorry, but, um, I have been keeping some of the apples from the orchard for myself. Uh, the community garden's orchard is not mature yet, and... I am ashamed to say that I really enjoy how they taste. This poor man just <laughs> wanted his apple. Oh, you're accusing him of being an accessory to murder, and he's just like, I'm so sorry. Like, I'm just an old man who likes apples, my dude. I just want favorite. to garden my flowers. That was my favorite thing to write on this character sheet. Oh, gosh, some of these are silly. Okay. But yes, uh, he does. he does look rather sheepish at Ellison, and she looks a bit confused um, about apples and ice picks. Um, I'm I'm sure we'll, we'll work it all out um, in the end. Is that is that the extent of your investigation? Apples and ice picks and carvings? No. Only one more question. We've Actually, a multitude of questions. There have been many threads from this rather messy tapestry, if I do say so myself. 
You wouldn't happen to know who would have access to that room, would you, Mr. Carter? And I assure you, you are of the working class. Stealing food from your uppers is no crime in my eyes. You are a comrade. Oh, our adorable little communist. Uh, what what room is she asking about? Uh, I, I the conservatory. The conservatory. The conservatory. I get some astronomy shit. <laughs> I don't remember the words. The star room. Um. Well, everyone has access to the room. Um. Sometimes. Uh, uh, Miss Ellison and Mr. Zavafel would take their afternoon tea in there if the um the sun wasn't uh too hot through the windows. Um, it's it's quite lovely in in the late evening as well. Uh, sometimes they they dined in there. I believe um Miss Arabelle and Mr. Um, Mr. Zavafel recently had a a dinner in there not too long ago. Uh, one evening. I'm terribly sorry, ma'am, to um speak your personal business um but uh, most everybody uh on the estate uh used it in, in one way or another or accessed it I see i see hmm. Hmm. um just a very curious place to store such things you can understand why, why i was so concerned but i will let my companions go on with their discoveries as i said a, a twisted weaving web there has been a terrible spider throughout here um Question, Miss um, Allison. Did you ever? Did your brother ever confide in you in any threats he may have gotten through letters by outside parties? Enemies. Threats? Um. No, my my brother didn't have any enemies. Um, I mean, sure, he occasionally rubbed some people the wrong way, but um, and I mean. Oh gosh, you don't think, don't think that Iggy did this? I mean, I, I thought that they just had just a general animosity to one another. I thought eventually one day they well, kiss and get over it. That's actually fair to say, but from what we found, we are not getting pointed at the p- pink dragon that way in Iggy. Oh. Um, and did your brother mention the arrival of a uh, person of note in the next few days or weeks? Well, he told me that all of you were coming for dinner. Um, well, not us. We're like anybody else. Accidentally of notes, not like renowned in the world, you know. Oh, um, you, you seem to be the record keeper of the house. Oh well, I, I mean, I I do attend a lot of social events, but um, as far as as record keeping goes, that was that was all my brother. Um, he was the head of the household, after all. Um, let's see, I. Not necessarily to the house, but just in town, maybe? Um, well, there were a lot of new people recently for the festival. Um, all the festival workers, of course. Um, let's see. Uh, I know, uh, we had a meeting with, um, with the, with the, um, the owner of it. Um, hmm. They had a, um... Let's see. Well... No, I can't, um, I can't think of, of anything. I, I, I heard that a new tailor shop opened in town and, and there's the, um, the blacksmiths, but I, I wouldn't say that they're people of note. I don't think Iggy, or I don't think, um, Zasfell had even Zasfell. met them. Has he oh, had right. any meetings recently separate from you? 
I mean, he, that you were aware he of. takes a lot of meetings without me. He goes into town quite regularly to talk to people without me. Oh, yes, of course. I mean, such as you went to the, you went to speak to the folks at the festival. Did he have a meeting off to the side without you there? Did he have a recently scheduled meeting with the tailor that you just mentioned? Um, if if he did, I I wasn't aware of it. He kept his own schedule and I kept mine. Occasionally they crossed. And um, again, slightly diverging from that, were, was your family devoted to any particular uh, deity? Um, I mean, I'm not particularly religious myself. I mean, I go and if I'm going to go enter in something uh, at the at the um, Pink Dragon, I go and I, I visit Tamora. Um, and, you know, we go and, and visit the temples for good fortune for the harvests. And um, I did go and say a little prayer to one of the fertility gods uh, for the... Um, for... Um, what's her name? General shop owner. Yes. <laughs> I was trying to think of the husband's name and I 100% was about that's to say Throckmorton. That's Morthron. I know Morthron. I can't remember his wife's name. Um, but I, I went and said um, a prayer for them and left a little offering. I, but I wouldn't say that I subscribed to any one god. Um, Did your father subscribe to a, a god or goddess? Uh, he was, he, yes, actually, uh, he was a paladin. Ah. What was so, his oath? Um, hmm. he didn't like to talk about it much. Um, he was. Let me look up the notes on if she'd even know that. Um, I'm I'm not really sure. Dad never really talked about it much. Um, it didn't seem like a particularly happy subject. Um, and you haven't received any threatening letters recently, have you? No, no. Um. I received a bill for a dress that was about $50 more than I thought it would be, but um, that's a rather common thing. I see how that would be slightly threatening. <laughs> yeah. To your pockets, at least. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but your reach is fine. Uh, um, we have cause to believe that the threat may be outside of the group of people here tonight. As but we were hoping that perhaps we could find some lead within the house. Outs- oh, um. Well, uh did, sh- uh, did you look for, you could look for my brother's ledgers, maybe? Um, Already or- done. Oh, um. That's how we know about the discretionary funds. See, he, he kept a journal. Um, I'm not sure where, but I saw him walking around with it sometimes. I, I didn't want to pry. His thoughts are his own. Um, Did we see that journal in his room? You have not seen a journal. Did we search his body? You did search his body. In a journal. Interesting. We did not find a journal. Yeah. Oh, um, I'm I'm not sure where he kept it. Uh, it's uh, it's red leather with um, his initials in gold on the cover. That helps. Of Keep an eye out if we have to leave the room again. Okay. Um, that is concerning, but that's missing. Um, 
Is there any reason do you think that anyone would come to for threatening your family in general? Something in your past? A group that you may have dealt with before, maybe asking for hush money or or hush money? <laughs> I mean, what? I'm just throwing I'm just throwing words out there. Just money in general. Um, yes, you mentioned former landowners, right? Would they have any particular reason to be upset with your family? Oh, I I don't think so. Our our family being on this um, estate goes back generations, longer than longer than. Um, Oh goodness! I, I at least five, six, maybe. I don't think the previous landowners have anything to do with this, unfortunately. Okay. Um, I'm saying that to Fizz. <laughs> you never know what there could be goblins under here. Who knows? While, while they're talking, I want to just like touch uh, Thomas was right, the butler. Mm-hmm. On the, sh- on the shoulder to get the attention, just to like gesture my head off to the side to step slightly away from the group. Mm-hmm. And just, I'll just stand until he to see if he comes over or not. Yes, sir. How can I assist you? Is there anything that I can uh, retrieve for you? Uh, sorry, uh, old habit. And he, of course, um, you hear him rustling his clothes, and the rest of you, um, if you're looking in the direction, you see him just uh, straightening his jacket once more no of course uh again the the number of things that we found be, grow more and more delicate the more that we talk and i don't want to cause the room to fall into chaos and whatnot so i wanted to ask this bit off to the side is did Zafaso have any particular feelings about your previous criminal record <clears throat> about <laughs> ah i see that um one of the things we found was that he had been contacted in regards to it, so I was wondering if that had impacted your work here. Yes, he did make it known that um, in he knew about my uh, youthful transgressions. I was not always the uh, person that you see, uh, well, here, standing before you. My apologies, sir. Um, but uh, when I was younger... I was taken in for petty thievery uh, to feed myself and my siblings and uh, shortly thereafter run out of town. Uh, He found out. I I asked him not to say anything as uh, the position of a butler in a fine home is one of uh, trust and to have that trust broken and be denied a letter of recommendation should I choose to go somewhere else uh, in the future, which I have no interest um, of doing, uh, would be... It would make it near impossible after leaving a position that I have been in for so long to find this work again. Oh, of course, of course. Did he request anything of you in, in its, instead? Uh, he... He requested that I... And... You feel him move closer to you and lift up a little bit as he gets up on his tiptoes. Um, he's a goblin. He's only about three feet tall. Mm-hmm. It was stipulated that I break things off with Mari in order for him to remain quiet. 
Do you know the specific reasons as to why? I do. Um, but... I ask because I also know. Ah. Uh, then you know as well that Cleaver also paid me to um, not speak of him as her father. Well, no, this bit is actually new to me, but thank you for your discretion. Oh. Um, yes, they... It was um, communicated to me shortly after um, that uh, she had also found out that I was aware that he was her father. And um, she did, she had not told Mari and told me that um, she would pay me well to not say anything uh, when we parted ways. How recent was this? Uh, this would have been... Six-ish months ago. I was trying to piece together things because we have Cleaver begging Zafasel to acknowledge his daughter, but then paying you to not say a word. Uh, if, <clears throat> if I may. There is, um, there is importance in nobility with, uh, when one is born and whether or not that birth is legitimate. Um, I have heard stories in some of the other houses of, uh, heirs not being acknowledged by their parentage. I would surmise that in this case, Cleaver did not want to inform Mari if her father was not willing to accept her as his daughter. It would be rather cruel to show someone in the world that they are not welcome in that way. Considering that both of them are now past, do you think that perhaps this has any connection to it? And... DM, as I'm asking these questions, I'm listening to any, like, body reaction, heart rate, breathing, etc. I'm trying to see if I can stoke anything. Give me a, um, give me an insight check. As you pull your lie detector move. 22. He seems concerned and nervous, which is understandable given the circumstances. You don't get the vibe that, um, what specifically were you asking to determine from this? Uh, I, I was asking if he felt that Mari's identity could ha- could be a connecting point between why Zaphisal and Cleaver are the two that are dead. Uh, sir, as, as I am not the murderer, um, which I understand if you don't believe, again, circumstances being what they are. I certainly hope with everything that I have that that is not the case. She has lost enough already to discover a second parent and also lose them in the same moment. It was rather sudden, wasn't it? I do not wish that hurt on anyone. And he seems uh, genuinely concerned for her as he says that. 
put my hand on her shoulder and say, thank you, please go to them. And I'm going to wave towards the other three. Your party members? Yes. Okay. Sorry, not the other, not the other three okay. people in the room. Yeah. And as the goblin makes his way across the room to speak to your companions that is where we are going to call it for tonight because we are at time thank you everyone so much (laughs) thank you everyone so much for joining us uh we will be getting back to the interrogation next week uh so uh we're gonna go around and say goodbye to Thank you everyone for joining us for tonight's episode of Luck and Chaos. Don't forget to leave a review on your favorite podcast platform of choice. It really helps our show grow. Arat was played by Zachary Vado. Yuiza was played by Alyssa Vamp. Fiskorth was played by Abby. Sulong was played by RJ. And your GM and producer today was Sarah Roberts. The Luck and Chaos theme, A Twist of Fate, was composed by SneakerNet. Download it now on Bandcamp. Link in the show notes below. Check out our show notes for cast info and links to the third-party content featured in this game. If you'd like to join us for our Patreon-only after show, visit us on patreon.com forward slash thehypegoblin. This show and others like it are made possible by the generous support from our patrons.